think about when you get to have a run with a good friend, how much that really means to you. And maybe think about what would happen if it was all taken away. Kia ora koutou. that was Kerry Suter. I'm Matt Raymond. I'm Eugene Bingham. This is Dirt Church Radio, interesting conversations with interesting runners. Aren't they nice looking? Aren't they? I'm holding in my right hand for the camera a pair of the new Scott Pursuit Road Shoe that both Eugene and I have been tearing up the miles, the kilometres, if you're in New Zealand, in. These shoes are light, they're cushioned, yep. uh, they don't smell too bad at the moment. I love the, uh, what do you, I'm really good on names, but the top of the shoe? It's called the top. The, uh, the upper. The upper, yeah. The upper, no, really nice upper. Really nice upper. Uh, very, did I say light? You, you know, did. Uh, I'm used to I tearing around we... in the super tracks, which are quite heavy, and these yeah. are light. They're quite something. And if we'd have been, I mean, the only thing that held us back from beating Kipchoge at Tokyo on the weekend was we can't leave the country. So, yeah, um, that's right, isn't it? But apart from that, sure, wearing those, yeah. wearing those, we would have been there or thereabouts. I say this, and I know that we decided in 2022 we'd skip long ad reads, but was there a race on at the weekend? <laughs> Yeah, but I don't let's know. not worry about that. Which weekend are we Scott talking about? ScottRunning.nz yeah. for incredible shoes like the Scott Pursuit. You think Scott's just about the off-road. They're not. They're about the road. We run on the road. We love running on the road. Running we love everywhere. running. Yeah. Go to ScottRunning.nz mm. and check out Scott Pursuit. And while you're on the old interwebs, jump on to furtherfaster.co.nz. Furtherfaster.co.nz. Yeah. Community, uh, did you know that they offer a drop-in? You can go drop your used running gear for Speed Freaks. Mm. Uh, community engagement. They they have seminars. They have evenings. They have run groups. They have bike groups. They have book launches. Book launches. All sorts of things. The best little independent outdoors store in the known universe in Christchurch. Furtherfaster.co.nz. Good human beings. They go something like further, faster, they're in Christchurch Rocky is hairy and so is Badger Jules is nice and Jack is delicious Go to further, faster now Go further, faster, they're in Christchurch Rocky is hairy and so is Badger Jules is nice and Jack is delicious Go to further, faster now Dirtchurch Radio Episode 183 We made it Yeah man, I don't yeah. have any musical or sporting... Pun nice. Last week was a nice you. one. It was a good one. Uh, following up from the ad, though, what happened on the weekend? I generally don't know. <laughs> oh, it was Tokyo Marathon. Kipchoge. And did blah, Kipchoge, blah, blah. did he do well, did he? He, he did all right. You know, he's, he's up and coming. He's one to keep an eye on. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did, yeah. How much, did he win by a large margin? Uh, I don't know what the margin was, but he was like 202, and he got lost on the way as well. He took a wrong turn <laughs> in that as well. God. Anyway. Jumped on um, the bullet train. One. Yeah. His own bullet train. A bullet train of his own making. Um, first up, how are you, Matt? It's been a ride. Yeah, it's 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 been a ride. Uh it's it's been a bit of a ride. So uh last week you would have heard Eugene doing the interview with Charles Amo Amo uh and 
you know, what a huge amount of amazing feedback you got from that, bro. I'm sorry I missed it. Uh, yeah, it's been a ride. Uh, we've had several conversations in the week about, you know, how things are, the state of things. And, um, you know, it's, I, it's a tough time to know, be a health worker in this country. It's a tough time. It's a tough time, full stop. But yes, it's a tough time to be a health worker in this country. And I don't want to bang on. And I know that there are lots of health workers who listen to this podcast. Mm. Um, but, you know, I said to you the other day, you know, you, you gave me a call to talk about this interview, this conversation uh, that you had on the fly with Kieran Alley. And I said to you, you know, like, I'm just, I just don't feel anything at the moment. You know, like I sort of have that sense of just, you know, and although I am starting to feel a sense of, mm. and I guess it's me going through, the, working through a sense of grief or whatever, uh, uh, just a profound sense of anger mm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that anger isn't directed at any person or any group or any circumstance. I just starting to feel a bit pissed off really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, but it is what it is, you know, and, and as, as witnessed by my, you know, my positive rat test on, on Sunday. So mm. pre uh, long run, cause I rat test every day cause where I work, you know, I need to, um, came up with a positive. I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's me done. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going running if I've got COVID. Didn't do my long run. Went and got a PCR. Um, and it was negative. You know, so just that, but that sense of anger that I have that I missed uh-huh. my long run and how dare I miss my long run. Uh-huh. Um, which are the other side of that is I should, be, you know, the conversation that we're going to have, I should be thankful for every... Uh, for every you know day I spend walking around, really. So well, I mean, I don't think I don't think either of them will, will you know, deny you that right to feel angry. Um, no one does because or pissed off or whatever because it's tough at the moment. It's really hard. Um, yeah. You know, and it's hard it's, enough it, just sort of walking in in this world at the moment or getting around in this world at the moment um, in the middle of a, a you know an outbreak that kind of we've been sheltered from for so long. Hmm. Um, because of the restrictions and so on, and and now you know now we're now we're feeling it. I mean, it's just yeah. you know, I couldn't count on, I couldn't count how many people I know who have COVID at the moment. Um, mm. You know, I'm worried about some of them, and um, you know that's just that's just me. You're having to go to work and kind of swim in it. Um, so well, my son, got, you know, my yeah. my son got COVID. Yeah, you know that that's the thing, and yeah. I'm sure lots of people's sons have COVID at the moment. Mm. But I can tell you what, it's a uh, it was, it, it was a frightening thing and, and, you know, so isolating for me means I go to work, I come home, mm. you know, so I go to work and my wife goes to work and yep. come home and we're, we're trying to just keep things together. But mm. I, look, I guess for anyone out there at the moment, anyone in Aotearoa listening to this, just take heart. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to also, um, and I think that, you know, talking about our conversation or your conversation with Ali and Kerry, you know, don't play the, like a bit of comparison is okay, but don't go around thinking that if you're having a bad day or if you're angry, you're sad, you're annoyed or whatever, that because something absolutely catastrophic hasn't happened to you, that your feelings aren't okay, aren't valid. Mm. Mm. You know, you have to certainly deal with them and you have to certainly kind of like everyone, I think at the moment, there's a degree of sort of sucking sucking it up and getting on with it which is is admirable you know and mm. it's what we do right we, we we sit with discomfort really well 
Um, but yeah, it's uh, one thing I can say sporting related is I, I can tell you now that, you know, hundreds of kettlebell swings and push-ups done angrily in your garage when you can't go for a long run can later in the day mimic the symptoms of COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Body aches, confusion. Yeah. You know, like. so, uh, Hole in yeah, the garage that, door. Yeah. What's that? Hole in the garage door. That's no, not quite there yet. But <laughs> well, you that, got that's the, how I am. Those I mean, kettlebell I mean, swings, when you when you're going long with them, you know, you yeah. can lose the grip. My arms aren't that long. <laughs> you know, I'm not there. <laughs> I don't have that much reach. How are you going? I mean, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, you know, that conversation with Charles last week. Uh, you know, what? I mean, it's easy to use the word inspirational, isn't it? But yeah. you know. We, we saw in the feedback that we got that Charles has inspired so many people and, and continues to do so, and, it, and it's no wonder. Um, I really want to thank him for coming on the show. It wasn't easy for him. You know, he told me before we started recording that he was about to chicken out and his partner had told him, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope it was worth it, and I hope you've been showered with aroha and appreciation for such a, you know, a frank and upfront conversation, and it resonated with, with so many people. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, this week again, look, it's a bit of a, a, a short conversation for good reason um, and it will get you in the feels probably. So Kerry Suter and Ali Pottinger, last week while Kerry was still in intensive care, um, we had a very quick chat with him following his accident. Um, you know, usually we're on the phone for, well, we're on the line for sort of an hour or so, aren't we? But, you know, you could see that Kerry was finding, you know, it's breathing's hard for him um, at the moment. For those of you who don't know, he, he came out here, you know, he had a mountain bike accident um, February 26th and he's been left with, you know, an intensive care with a broken neck um, and he's just started, you know, just, just started his journey really. Um, but, yeah, part of the issue at the moment is he doesn't have the muscles to be able to breathe from his diaphragm. So we kept the conversation fairly short Um yeah, we'll we'll talk about it more soon, um, and you know, just you'll want to stick around and hear it. But first, stuff you should know. Stuff you should know. It was the triple peaks in the Hawks Bay last weekend, and with all the drama and do 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 that was was flying about. Um, we forgot to talk about it, so yeah. apologies, Aroha, uh, to the triple peaks, and but. Beautiful. Oh, my Lord. If, if you're missing events at the moment, like everyone else is, do yourself a favor and go online and have a look at the video they made for the race. It oh, is amazing. It's stunning. It yeah. really is. The, the full triple peak run course is 55 kilometers long, and it takes in Mount Erin, Mount Kahudanaki, and Tamata Peak. And uh, it's, it is stunning. It yeah. really is. Mm. And in the run... Carla Lunt took out the win. Fiona Havai second and Emma Alexander third. That was the triple peak, yeah. Yeah. And it was, the men, yeah. um, Dan Jones, well, he absolutely cleaned up, finishing um, just over four hours flat, four hours, nine seconds to be precise. Um, Michael Voss was behind him and um, it was another big gap back to Craig Tor, but, you know, great running. Um, I saw Dan say on social media that there were a few people complaining about the race having gone ahead and, God, it just feels like race organisers can't win, you know? Um, 
you put it on and people complain about that. You don't put it on, people complain about there being no races. So, But it looks like precautions were taken. Um, it's a local event supporting a local charity and, and people entered it with eyes open. So, you know. Absolutely. You know, this is the thing, and I, I think we need to we need to have some nuance about it. You yeah. know, like, and again, reason number 436 million that I'm feeling angry at the moment, um, last weekend as we recorded was going to be the ninth running of the Riverhead Rampage, Halter yeah. Riverhead Rampage. We had to cancel that mm. for now. We've postponed mm. it. Mm. There was no way that we could do that race yeah. as a small, as you know, yeah. with a small... Uh, Small team, team that yeah. team that we have, yeah. with yeah. you know a mm. thousand people showing up across the, all the events, or mm. nine hundred people, whatever, mm. doing that in waves. But yeah, people, I think we need to. If people are doing the due diligence, I think we should be as supportive as possible. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that was a week ago, and then on Sunday, Dan did an easy run because he'd raced the week before fifty-five kilometers um, with God knows what elevation. So he went and did the tip track. Or did a tip track marathon? I'm shaking my head. I mean, people in Wellington to be like, yeah, it's tip track, whatever. It's one of the most unpleasant. It is brutal. It yeah. right Even running has, down, it's bad enough. Running down, it's bad enough. It rightly has a grim reaper at the top during the um, Wu 2K. Uh, yeah. And he went and smacked out three hours, 45, 2,600 metres of elevation in that baby. So, whoa. He is a machine, and he's gunning for a Western States. Yeah, he's gunning uh, for a day, you know, entry. So, watch the space. Yeah. All right, let's do this one. Greatest, Greatest run, run ever. ever. Greatest run ever. Greatest run ever, which is the part of the show when we ask you to write into us and tell us your. Greatest run ever. It doesn't have to be a race or a tip track, mar- tip track marathon. It might just be that time you ran around the block. Something that's sung to you for some reason. Send it in to us, dirtchurchradio at gmail.com. And this is from Brendan Skates. <clears throat> so, COVID. Never heard of her. It's March 2020 and we're realising Corona is not just a joke and a meme anymore. We're in Adelaide and just about to head into a lockdown. No idea whether it's going to be seven weeks or seven months. I've been running a little bit, but... Not the thing it has now become. I decided at the end of this COVID thing we were either going to be fat or fit. With my occasional running partner from work, Kayla Holding, we decided on fit. Now, to do this and give a big finger to COVID, we thought, what can we do? We decided to run a loop of the Ballier National Park, 16.5 kilometers, and you know what? We decided to do it twice, once clockwise, once anti-clockwise. I downloaded the marathon plan from Strava and we had it. Luckily, we were only in lockdown for seven weeks, but we had our program and we stuck to it. Kayla is truly crazy, and I remember a training run she did running back and forth alongside of her house. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to look back that. at those days. Yep, we had set a date and sooner, I can't do my, I mean, you've seen the side of my house, it's a drop. How much elevation would you have? Climbing up the the cliff. (laughs) That's right. The banks. We'd set a date and soon enough, the back end of June had arrived. Ready or not, we met up and set off. We parked the car and our aid station at one end of the park entry points, checked our gear and headed off. It was a cold, rainy day. Yes, it does rain in Adelaide and get cold. I know that because I friends that lived there. I remember a couple of walkers and a chat during the first loop. They thought we were crazy running the loop, then I told them we were doing it twice. The look on their faces still makes me smile. We finished the first loop and got back to the car. Somehow, unspoken, we knew that our run didn't really start until we set off for lap two. I guess it would have been easy to pull, out st- pull up stumps at that point and be done with it. 
but there was never any suggestion that that was going to be the case. We smashed out lap two of the park, so to speak, faster than the first, and we felt great. There's a point on lap two, though, it started hailing. <laughs> I got a look. It was a bit of a this-is-your-fault look. The park was amazing that day. It was quiet, calm, peaceful. There were emus out and about and koalas trying to hide from the weather in trees. I was running in a happy place knowing we had made the right decision in March. We finished our run and got back to the car slash aid station. We gave each other a huge hug knowing we'd just run 33 kilometres, the furthest either of us had ever run. Tired, happy and emotional. At that point we both started rummaging around our packs. Independently we'd both gone out and got medals made up to commemorate the run. (laughs) We were both laughing as we placed our winner's medals around our necks. A quick trip back to my house for a glass of celebratory bubbles and I got to thinking. Ballet National Park was established in 1891, the second in Australia and tenth in the world. I thought that other people might like to give this a crack, so I submitted to the fastest known time website and they agreed and added it to their list. Once they'd done that, I submitted our run, which was accepted, so not only have we run our longest run ever, given ourselves congratulatory medals, had some great bubbles, we also ended up with a world record. I've recently checked the website and other people have done the run since, which brings with it a sense of satisfaction, but Kayla and I still hold the record for the mixed self-supported run. I hope that Kayla hears this on your podcast. I just want to say thank her. I just want to thank her for doing this with me. P.S. I've just made her a sign for her first ultra and I've been getting those looks I got when I started when it started hailing, but silver lining, COVID has got us doing something neither of us would give up for the world. There we go. Wow, Brendan. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, it is going to be great, isn't it, when we look back, (laughs) when we look back and remember all these different adventures, things that we've done during this crazy time that we wouldn't otherwise have done. No, Um, you know, you know, yeah, so fantastic and and cool that you got to share it with Kayla, Brendan, Um, and if you are listening, thanks for listening, Kayla. Wow, the rest of you, send them in. We love them. People love them. I still haven't got one from Glenn. Glenn. What are you yeah, doing, we were running mate? him a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, "What are you oh, doing, mate? Yeah, come on! Don't be like Glenn. Don't let us see you in the forest again. <laughs> we'll bring a laptop. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sit down, Mister. <laughs> okay, look. On with this. I was going to call it an interview. It's not really. It's a chat. Um, now, can we explain the context of this? Because I, yeah. I think we need to explain the context. This is you. This is in the context of you. Writing a story. Yeah. Well, we. I or, mean, I give the whole context here. Okay, we'll do yeah. that bit. Yeah. So, look, February 26th, as most of you know, Kerry said he was out mountain biking with a couple of mates when he when he came a cropper. He, he broke his neck. And you'll hear all about that. Um, he had Reese Johnston and, and Robbie Hammond with him, and it's fair to say that they swung into action like a couple of champs, you know. Um, Ellie... Pottinger, Kerry's partner, who was waiting to meet them for coffee, soon found out the news. And and since then, she's been by Kerry's side, initially um, in intensive care at Middlemore Hospital. Um, he's now on a ward. Um, look, we're not going to sugarcoat this. It's it's a tough road for Kerry. It really is, isn't it? Hmm. You know? it's um, And you hear it's... him talk about the reality of it in this in this thing. But I think I think there's some people who just... I don't think they've got yet how serious this is. Um, he, well, I mean, the, and, and he, this is the thing. This is in the public domain. The word quadriplegic is quite hard to. Yeah. It's it's a hard word to hear. Yeah. yeah. You know, and mm. people, I think it, people in their distress 
tell story not stories they they we talk and we we give support and we give yeah. things and and and, uh. and there's that realization you know this there's no easy answers here right no that's right it's going to be yeah so i mean he's been told to not expect to walk again and that they have limited use of his arms um you know it's physically and psychologically going to be really hard for Kerry and Ellie um, as they adjust to a new life. Look, they've been overwhelmed by the support they've received and, and, and once again, we'll include the links in, in the show notes for the Give a Little page where you can support Kerry's rehab and the Rotorua Mountain Bikes Club's... Rotorua Mountain Bike Club's first response unit, which was absolutely instrumental in rescuing Kerry. I think it was like less than 50 minutes they had him out of the forest. Unbelievable. Mm. You know, when you consider that the accident happens, they call for help, uh, a ute gets to them, they assess the situation, they clamber down 20 metres of the trail where he is, they get him on a stretcher or a board and they get Mm. him up the hill and get him on the suit and get him out in less than 50 minutes. It's pretty astonishing, isn't it? Um, So, yeah, support that um, team. Um, you know, what Reese and Robbie and the first response unit and the rescue helicopter and the ambulance crews did initially, they, they undoubtedly saved his life, not to mention what the nurses and doctors and, and the physios and all the staff and, you know, everyone at, at Middlemore Hospital have done since. And, you know, as Ellie said last week, take time to thank anyone you know in the health profession because they are doing it tough at the moment. Um Look, I had the privilege of talking to them on Thursday afternoon. Um, first up, we need to apologise about the audio quality. It was a bit of a scramble. Um, it was just going to be when they were available and um, I wasn't exactly set up. So we called in help from Andrew McDowell, our brilliant mate, and he's done his best. But basically, it was recorded by me in pretty ropey conditions and you can hear all sorts of noises in the background, including the ICU machines and at one point an incoming call on my phone and scratching around. And look, it's not the best quality recording you'll ever hear on DCR. Apologies. Um, we also need to warn you that this is a raw conversation. It's emotional and it deals with the traumatic moments of the accident itself, which can be quite confronting. But we thought it was important to give Kerry and Ellie their own voice in all of this and to say what they wanted to. They don't hold back. So, you know, look, there are tears. But in typical Kerry fashion, there are also laughs. Um, yeah, so as I said, I started this conversation in a bit of a scramble. Um, so we come in partway through. Um, and Kerry and I are talking about Kerry's mission with Reese the week before the accident when the pair of them ran around and over the three volcanic, volcanic maunga uh, in Tongarero National Park. Um, and we start talking about that. So, um, look, I think we should just get the conversation going, don't you, Matt? Let's go. Yep. So, from Middlemore Hospital, here is Kerry Suter and Ali Pottinger. Dirt Radio. I said to him, I've done, a, I've done a lot of shit in my life, like a lot of really sketchy shit, and that was the most dangerous thing I've ever done. So that had some moments of ambition. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what makes it greatest run ever, but uh, <laughs> I guess I'll never forget that one. You will, not, for the fact. You will not forget it's, that one. It was the last big Strava dot, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I finally... Um, got to the end of Strava yeah. um, on Saturday, um, recorded my final entry, which is 
very hard to take without um, not only to put any new dots in the in the struggle game. The last the last big one was a good one. It certainly and, was, uh, mate. What an epic, epic mission. I'm so I mean, you know yeah, I don't even know what to say, but what a mission to have to have accomplished and to have done, and I know you were so excited going down there and doing it. And yeah, the um, not just for ages. I want to do the three volcanoes, you know, one one push thing. And uh, uh, recently, it run longer than ten hours. So uh, he has this habit of finishing ultra marathons at uh, breakneck speed. So. Uh, it was all unknown to him, and uh, it was weird because I had I've done a lot of missions, like a lot, a lot. Yeah. And uh, that was the best person I've ever been with on a mission. Wow. He's just yeah. He's just <laughs> relentlessly positive and really good to have around. And yeah. um, you know, even we got our got our asses handed to us quite seriously yeah. um, by Tommy Lido. And um, not coming in, made away the park and the park. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, two guys stumbling out of the park under shared sooty lumens. Um, it's almost it almost comical. And yeah, one of our athletes says, uh, when he finished the run, he always asks himself, How much would I have to pay myself to do that run again. So he's finished a long run and go, you know, that's uh, another $200 not that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we were talking about this after old ghost, and uh, I said, you know, it's another few thousand dollars I'd happily run back to the start line. And finishing that Tommy did mission, that's the reason I approached the car. I explained to him this... Uh, how much would you have to pay yourself to do yeah. the running? And Reese spent some time on it. We both agreed that it was worth about a hundred thousand. Wow! Yeah, we were quite, quite badly beaten by the mountains. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, you know, he was there with you last Saturday as well. He was, and the irony is that um, in uh, November of. 2019, I was riding with Reese down Hot Cross Buns, and um, he crashed really badly. That's right. It cut his shoulder, and uh, we basically carried him out at the uh, Redwoods that day. And two and a half months later, he runs at Awera. And as soon as I'm lying there on my back on the weekend, and He's holding my hand and explaining my body position, which is just a crumpled mess that I can no longer feel. I asked him uh, how long I've got before I have to win an ultra marathon. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I'll be winning 10 or 80 times soon, though. Maybe give me three months rather than two and a half? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was happy to have, you know, just some cold heat around me. It sounds like, I mean, everything kind of clicked into action and it was remarkable, the operation to to get you out and get you to to Auckland. It does sound stunning. Yeah, it was. 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 It
Yeah, you know, I uh, I got to sleep about three or four hours looking up. And uh, maybe next time you're in Riverhead, just lie down and look up at the, the sky through the through the pine trees mm. and the way that they just sort of shift and move in the sky. And uh, I, I did that a lot yeah. on Saturday. It's a lot of time to think. I um, I was down to 33 degrees by the time I eventually made it to middle more and uh, even in the ambulance and uh, with the first responders and I feel like I spent a lot of time just lying on my back watching the sky through pine trees and uh, I hope one day I could go back into the forest and just look up yeah, you will, mate. You will. You will. You will. And the guys, you know, they're so good there. Uh, they're talking about maybe trying a, a blue light carry. <laughs> See if I can do one more lap of Tiki Tapu. Flying around there. Flying around there. Do you do you want to talk about the accident itself and or not? It's totally up to you. What you remember uh, or what you don't? I, uh, as a mountain biker, I've always had a lot more uh, enthusiasm and ability. And, uh, mm. That's the sort of uh, thing that you can't have forever on a mountain bike. Yeah, have a lot of skills. But, like, he has ridden quite a wide range of trails. And, um, I mean, this is. The one that he was riding was an illegal trail, so or they call them the community trails. Yep. Um, so they're not professionally built. Um, and he said, I want to ride Jekyll and Hyde. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. And he, he ran it and kind of piped up it and had a look at all the features and stuff. And, um, yeah. I think so. But I not, you know, going through in my head, you know, that one feature, the one really big drop-off. And, um, you know, I don't know whether I had been dreaming about it or whether it was omnipresent in the sleep-awake state you have. So um, when I arrived at it, uh, we had another quick look at it and... Um, you know, it's probably about two metres vertical. It's not ridiculous. Um, but any time you drop off a vertical edge, you've got to carry sufficient speed to uh, land sort of both boards at the same time. And um, I just didn't approach it well, and uh, I didn't have enough speed. And it's the sort of thing that's, that definitely wouldn't have on a you know, professionally built trail and, um, yeah. you know, Jekyll and Hyde is aptly named. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that, you know, that's very close to you. Yeah. Yeah, that's close to Why? Well, thank you because of your accident. Yeah. Um, I've never wanted anything like that. It's, uh, 
Uh, I guess they just want to make sure it's safe for everyone else and they'll yeah. probably reopen it again and call it the Kerry Suter track. <laughs> I never asked for uh, to do the set with any suit. No. But I tell you what, Eugene, no. Yeah. The outreach of support in Idaho from so many people is just, uh, like, it catches us all the time. And yeah. We'll just have a big cry because, you know, the give a little the, yeah. um, in Australia and New Zealand is almost at $100,000. You always think you're a really small cog in a really big machine, you know, our community. If you uh, do a podcast or coach people or do a bit of UBC, but uh, it brought it to stark contrast just how many lives we've impacted in seven years of coaching with eight years of running, even though. Um, some of the messages I've heard of people that happens just happened to yeah. me. Yeah, there was a super cool one. I was there if I could find it. Um, okay. My dad, like, my family's been overwhelmed with messages as well. Like, you know, I'll just find it because it was so cool. Um, I'll bring it over here. Um, let's see. Because that really got to Kerry. Yeah. Um, so it was from a guy, oh, I can't remember his name now. He's a AP at Barbie Boys. Did you hear that? The AP at Barbie Boys. Yeah, so he said, Pops, so sorry to hear about Kerry. He and I actually raced each other 12 years ago on the Tarawera Ultra. We ran together for four or five K. He was the defeating champ, so I had marked him as the one to beat. He had no clue who I was. He spoke the whole time as he held a pace I could barely maintain. And he must have got bored of my company and just took off. Rude, I thought at the time, so I tried to go with him. Rookie mistake. Face palm. <laughs> he won on a canter. I suffered for my ego and finished about two and a half hours behind him. But for 20-odd minutes, I ran with the New Zealand Ultra God, and it was an experience I've never forgotten. He has an indomitable spirit, and while he and Ali will no doubt have a bit of darkness at the moment, his spirit and Ali's, if he's anything like you, will see him through. If there's anything I can do, just ask. Wow. Like, that meant a lot to Kerry, so, you know, after 12 years. Yeah. You know, remembering and recognising that. Yeah. And yeah. Just having that. I mean, that's one of thousands of messages you've got. And, oh, yeah. And from yeah. people who've had so, you know, people who, who know you so much better and so well, but that somebody from has carried that for 12 years, mate. That's just a mark of who you are and what you mean to this community. Yeah. Thanks, Eugene. I, um... I'm obviously really struggling with the, you know, the physiology of my life and, uh, um, you know, we're in a, still in a very much a trauma stage here. Um, I've got incredible care here, but, you know, the psychologist will talk to me about, um, the, you know, how hard it's going to be for me to come to terms with all of these things. And the only thing that's made it okay is that I realise that actually my identity 
who I am, the person that I am, I can still be. Yeah. And that might mean that I uh, can keep coaching and, you know, still try and stay on the edge of the game and understand all the science and uh, continue to help and work with people. And uh, if that means I can't, I can do that. And the only cost is my legs and my arms. Um, it seems like no loss at all because I can continue to have all of the relationships that I once had. Totally. Uh, you can still stand it. You know, you can still be the one at the finish line giving people shit, um, encouraging people, making people laugh. That's still you. That's all you. You, you That remains. Absolutely. Yeah. It burns stronger. And, you know, from talking to Reese, um, you know, he said that was the thing that struck him was you still had your sense of humor, um, you know, in that moment of which must have been terrifying. Um, you were still Kerry. You were still you. Yeah, I, um, I, I remember crumpling over my helmet. I was wearing a full facey and um, it was weird to have like my legs kind of just melt over in front of my face and you know, realise that they were I felt really you know, like you slept on an arm orally, but it's your whole body and uh lying there on the ground and holding Maurice's hand and uh, I couldn't feel anything and I knew it was really, really bad. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's hard for them too, you know, they've been all really traumatic experience themselves. And, um, yeah. Uh, Reese has been processing it as best he can and crying a lot and yeah. Um, and an uh, old mate next to you as well, you know? Uh, I'm so lucky to have Ali. You know, I, um, I've always said that the love I've had for her is something that I've never fully understood. Yeah. Because, because you know, she's kind of a 6 out of 10. <laughs> and, uh, and but I love her... <laughs> I love her 10 out of 10. <laughs> and um, I wouldn't ever recommend you to explaining that to your partner. But, uh, you know yeah. you can't run away right now, eh? <laughs> so, one, so one night, Eugene, this was at this had the back story. One night we were lying in bed, like, you know, faces close to each other, and he's looking at me lovingly, and he's just like, I just don't understand it. I just love you so much. Like, to me, you're just so beautiful. Even though in reality, you're like a six out of ten. And I, I just cried with laughter. I was like, Terry, do you remember what you've just said to me? And so now it's become this kind of running joke. Because you're yeah. I'm like, I know you couldn't think it like that, but you didn't say that. And um, you're lucky that I can take your shit. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves your shit, Kerry. Uh, <laughs> um, you're going to keep dishing it out. Yeah. So, you know, there's where a few days into a, yep. you know, a massively. Mm. Life-changing injury. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can't move anything and I can't 
really sleep, but um, yeah. I can shrug my shoulders, and that's pretty much it. And of course, yeah, that means I can't clear my bowel. Sort of has to scoop feces out of me. Like they've got a not a catheter, but they've basically intubated my bladder directly through my yeah. stomach. Um, you know, I'll, you know, almost certainly never have a you know functioning anus again. But what's the thing? All of these things are. Just in the scrappy, you know, yeah. it's all just shit. Yeah, uh, there's so much in there, but uh, I don't know. I, I've just got to appreciate how much beauty I still have yeah. in the world, and yeah, how much I still can do, and um, how much I have achieved, you know. Yeah, I look back at all of the all of the big dots at Striper and I, you know, I'm so lucky to have done all those things, you yeah. know. There's all into Kaitoki to do three dates in Australia, you know, the list is almost infinite. And um, I used to say that I could die a happy man, knowing that I've lived a very full life. It's just a really weird hook to that, knowing that... Uh, you know, I won't be doing any of that. But all that, you know, the the dots for all the dots in Strava. Think of all the the love and the laughs and the encouragement and everything that you've given so many people over the years. And now it's time for people to give back to you. And they are in buckets and buckets and buckets and dump trucks. Um, you know, and that's. It's almost like that, not that it's this way, but it's like your invest in, investment is paying huge dividends in that regard. It's just a, a reminder of, I guess, all the people, you know, yeah. that um, since some of the special things I've asked our athletes to do is, Ali has asked, if you've got a, you know, a Kerry quote or <laughs> something that's Kerry said to you that's stuck with you. Uh, yeah. And... Just hearing some of the shits coming back, it's uh, hilarious. And yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, you know, that's been really helpful to hear yeah. all yeah. those funny stories that stuff from people. <laughs> you just think you're this tiny, yeah. unimportant cog, and the community is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable indeed. And so you, you're in, in Middlemore still, in intensive care? Yeah, I've had a really long stay in ITU. Yeah. And uh, in case you're wondering, there is uh, COVID-19 cases here on the ward. And yeah. I have no diaphragm function. I can only breathe through the top of my chest. Yeah. So my breathing is heavily compromised. And yeah. Less than 20 metres away. People are battling for their lives with a respiratory disease that is yeah. highly infectious. Mm, mm. So uh, I'm not out of the woods yet, eh? And uh, spent a lot of time in some wards and, uh, you know, months, maybe years of uh, therapy and recovery to see what little use we can eke out of a shoulder shrug. But, uh, you know, I've got... 
almost no more function than Stephen Hawking at the moment. So, and no understanding of the universe. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's time. There's time. Yeah, there's time. Can I just add, though, like with the COVID stuff, that yeah. the staff are so thorough and so professional. Like, um, you know, if you're going to get COVID, I would say it would definitely not be here. Like, they are, um, they they take all measures, Yeah, you know. Like, do you feel the same way, Kerry? Oh, yeah, they've, yeah. they've not transmitted COVID from patients to staff or yeah. from patients to patients. Yeah. So. I mean, they're incredible, aren't they? What they do. I'm the bigger pressure word with, yeah, just because of my high risk and uh, uh, I hope that uh, uh, I can get through some nights and then potentially get out of ICU and on board. But I've, you know, no one wants to be a long stay in ICU. No, no. I would. I would things, you know, like. I really did a shit job of mountain biking to be in this position. <laughs> It'll teach you to go mountain biking, mate. Stick to... I don't know, Jim, mate. I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, there's been many a time when Kerry could have actually ended up in this position, and, like, he wanted to jump off the landing at Mangakaroa when we finished our um, Bridge to Nowhere ride, and I was like, nah, mate, like... That water's too, I don't trust it. And then he's, you know, like even that down climb on Lodewee the week before, like, could have been there. I feel like, you know, out of the place just to have it happen, then at least this one he could survive in. Yeah. People could get to him and get him out. Yeah. 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 And you get that, yeah, that phone call. Kerry, yeah. look, I, I can tell that it's, you know, it's not easy um, talking and it's, you know, it's, so I really, really appreciate this. Um, if are you happy for me to? I, I chucked a microphone under this. Are you happy for me to play this on Dirt Church? Oh, I haven't shared anything. Okay. YouTube. So what is this? I mean, you've said a lot, but is there anything that you want to say to people, um, particularly the Dirt Church Radio audience, who who love having? From the coaches, I tell you, they're some of our most popular segments, and we're going to have them again, mate. I'm going to hold you to that. Um, <laughs> is there anything that you want to say in closing to, to people? I think um, probably just appreciate each other more. You know, the, the messages from people that ran with me for 20 minutes 12 years ago, you know. We all have those moments, you know. Eugene, you run with someone at some stage, and you've changed their life in some maybe small way or maybe in a big way, but this is what we do in our community, and it's not like anything else. You know, I couldn't imagine being in a situation in any other job or capacity and, and seeing the love just bouncing back off people. Um, so I think it's, you know, that gratitude of appreciating one another, which we're good at, but... Um, there's always space for improvement, and I yeah. think um, think about when you get to have a run with a good friend, how much that really means to you, and maybe think about what would happen if it was all taken away. Yeah. Well, the unknown is very hard to process. Yeah. Uh, the brain likes certainty, 
and I have none of it ahead, other than the fact that uh, if I can stay well enough and avoid a chest infection, then uh, maybe speak in shorter sentences, um, I can still coach and I can still help people. And you totally can, mate. Yeah. I guess it'll just force me to uh, focus on others even more since I will have very little running to do of my own. God help but them. You do have certainty in the fact that you've got so much love around you you're going to be, continue to be absolutely wrapped in love and supported by everyone. Yeah. 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 Taitoko. And you remember all those other things too, you know, old Vicky Wally having her accidents and, you know, she's reached out and many people have and mm. they've talked about partners or people they know mm. that have been through uh, these sorts of things. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, we obviously hope for miracles, but the, uh, yeah. the doctors around here are a way of being uh, very real with their... Uh, 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 shaping your understanding of what the future will look like. And yeah. uh, I haven't got a lot of, you know, hope for a miracle, but um, I hope to still have my identity. Yeah. You certainly do. You certainly I can see that. I can see that. And, you know, I guess it's like any ultra marathon, isn't it? You just got to keep moving forward. Yeah. We're in a low part, mate. It's. Uh, yeah. When you put the toner and your head may have just ran out. And you, and you bonked, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I've got a lot of pace today. Yeah. you got a great pace there, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I may not to get, be able to get out on the trails so easily in the future, but um, maybe I'll uh, just some of it vicariously through other people's adventures. Yeah. I, I saw Terry in a video dreaming up ways of getting you out there anyway. In a full yeah, drive. You know, I'm, a, I'm always suspicious when there's a video of Terry Davis going up a mountain and he's <laughs> not holding a large slate rock that he intends to take for 40 kilometres to use a cheese board or carrying a roll bar. So it's a bit strange to me. <laughs> All right, mate. Will you look... You take care of yourself. You um, bask in that love that's that's coming your way, um, and keep fighting, brother. Yeah, that's what we do. Um, uh, if anyone's gonna battle through something shitty like this, it's uh, a bloody determined ultra marathon. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I bet that. Yeah. All right. I've been thinking about Matt a bit as well. I know that he's probably being thrown against the rocks a bit at the moment. Yes, yeah. Uh, what I've realised is how undervalued our health professionals are. And, um, uh, I know the last couple of years it's been a good way for the country to realise how important these people are, our safety nets. It's very thin at the moment, and uh, yeah. I don't know, they don't want to so much more uh, love and support themselves, and yeah. Uh, yeah. don't want to sign a bit of big, big checkbook. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's 
I'm not going to hide it. Yeah, he's he's been through some tough times. He's going through some tough times, and um, yeah, it's it's hard at the moment. Um, but he, but he's sitting up. We love him and we're thinking of him. I will, I will. Yeah, we might um try and catch up on a uh, starline or a finish line somewhere, right? Yeah, you betcha, you betcha. And then ask the coaches on Dirt Church Radio. Don't worry, I'm going to come at you. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Eugene. I love you, dude. Love you too, mate. Love you too, Ellie. Take care. Thanks, Ellie. Bye. See ya. Guess what this conversation highlights to us is that behind every mountain, there's always another mountain, right? Mm. And it's not to, I think we're all going to exhaust ourselves if we go out there and try to just go rip shit and bust every single day. You know, there's that temptation, like eat the world, (laughs) you know, like Mm. there's going to be mundane days, there's going to be tired days, there's going to be great days, there's going to be days which are, you know, uh, forgettable. However, it's important, I think, to just appreciate something out of every day Mm. you know and you know Kerry Ellie we wish you the very best because Mm. it's going to be a hard road yeah and you're very hard people so yeah yeah I mean it's it's um you know as you'll have heard there are moments when I just don't know what to say it's it's hard to know what to say uh but we yeah we're all standing there with you um, for all the people you've given crap to over the years, Kerry, um, you know, they're all there to help you and to give you a smile when you need it, um, to cry with you when you need it and um, to just support you. So, mm. you know, yeah, it's payback time, I guess, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, thank you very much for tuning in. We're on social media at Dirt Church Radio, and you can email us at dirtchurchradio at gmail.com. You can find us on all the podcast platforms. Like and subscribe if you fancy. Leave a review if you wish. You can also download direct from the website, which is dirtchurchradio.com. Don't forget to write them with your greatest friend ever. We love hearing them. People love reading them on the website. Uh, So send them in to dirtchurchradio at gmail.com. Thank you to our sponsors, Scott Running, for the Faster and Cielli. Thank you to our Patreon patrons, and thank you, Wild Things. Thanks to editor Kieran, and please stay tuned. We've got another great show lined up for you next week. Matewa. Thanks, Rigby.